I'm here with Spencer Emerson, head football coach at Poland Regional High School. Coach, uh, looked like a great game, not maybe the final outcome you wanted, but boy, kids played well. Yeah, you know, offensively we did some really good things. You know, we passed the ball for 300, and, excuse me, for 280 yards and had 370 of total offense and, you know, scored a couple times and we just felt like we we did everything the right way offensively up until that last drive. You know, quarterback threw a pick, but when you drop back 34 times, it's going to happen, you know what I mean? He's thrown two all season, but he also has yeah. 940 passing yards in four wow. games. So, you know what really? I mean? Yeah, wow. so, so it's one of those things where, you know, we did everything the right way. We felt like offensively in terms of our execution. Now we got to clean up some decision-making. Um, but in terms of um, our offense, I think we're starting to click. Um, defensively, I thought we did a fair job. I mean, they scored their winning touchdown on fourth and goal. Really nice play with a, with a little hitch under a post in the corner. I have a bunch of trips look. Um, they're very well coached. Dave yeah. St. Hilaire does an unbelievable yeah. job. Yeah. And they're, they're a seasoned group who's been there, done that. And, um, you know, you look at their sideline, they have, you know, 50-some-odd guys. And we went down there with 26 in pads, and we competed, man. Um, really, really happy with our effort um, late in the game because I think things got hazy late in the game, and we, the, the lead slept away, um, slipped away. And um, we bounced back. You know I mean? We, we had some touchdowns. We, we, it was a little back and forth in that second half. Yeah. So um, overall, really, really, really happy with, with the way we're playing and our um, offensive execution. Any kids you'd like to single out? That uh... um, Joe Ringett, uh, number nine, outside linebacker for us. He plays some kind of H-back, fullback for us. He's, um, I mean, you talk about, he's the complete kid. You know what I mean? He does it everything the right way. He shows up every day on time. Um, he doesn't. I've, I've never heard him make an excuse. I've never heard him actually have to make an explanation because he doesn't make mental mistakes. Um, he had interception, um, double-digit tackles. I'm talking solo tackles. Um, Guard, you know, towards the um, end of their end of the game, he locked up on their um, best tight end. Um, just, I mean, I can't even speak highly enough. But he won defensive player of the week for us. Um, and offensively, you know, he caught a ball, and you know, he does a lot of blocking for us, and he just, you know, does everything we want to do. And also, you know, the kid in school does it the right way. The kid's a sophomore for crying out loud. I mean, I just can't speak highly enough about Joe Ringett, who um, played his tail off for us. Now, I can't remember. Who do you have this week? So we're home against Spruce Mountain. Oh, yeah, Spruce. Yep. Yep. And I, I believe we're going to send Johnny Bangor there to oh, do great. some video stuff nice. and, and whatever. What can you tell me about Spruce? I'll tell, <laughs> I can tell you a lot about Spruce because they've been keeping me up at night. But um, I can say the um, the quarterback is a very elusive kid. You know, they run some dive option stuff with him making some reads. Um, very, very savvy. You know, he's that kid that rides that, but dive back to the last second, then he'll pull it when you, you know, right when you think you have him. Um, he throws the ball fairly well. Um, they're dive back number 44, tough, tough kid. I mean, runs downhill right at you. You know, we told our guys, you better be able to strap up and tackle this week or else it's going to be a long night. Um, again, Coach Fry does a really good job with their execution, you know, they ran stuff, you know, I'm watching their Lisbon tape. Um, that's a game they could have and should have won, in my opinion. Sure. Um, just they do so many things offensively. You have to prepare for so much. Kind of similar to us in the sense that they have a lot of different sets. They have a lot of different weapons to get guys the ball in space. But number 16, the quarterback, I, I mean, I just can't even speak highly enough about him. He um, is a great um, decision maker. And we talked about being really sound defensively um, and being ready to play a f- football game that I think is – because, you know, you play, in these, you play in these barn burner games, right, 33-29 shootout game. And then, you know, it's not like there's any let-up. You jump right back into a work week to go sure. play what we think yeah. is going to be another. You know, I, I'm, I've been reading Randy Whitehouse's write-up, and, and he wrote, um, Spruce at Poland, get your track shoes. And I kind of laughed at that, saying, uh, I hope we don't have to get our track shoes. I yeah. hope our defense can yeah, play well. Really. But you look at our offenses, both ours and theirs, and there's so many weapons on the field. And the same way how, you know, we try to put a lot of stuff out there to make teams prepare for us, 
it's hard to prepare for some of these schools, man. Spruce Mountain runs so many different looks. They run them so well, and the quarterback is just one of the better players in our league. So um, what I know about them is that they're very good, they're very talented, and they're well coached, and you know we're going to give it our best effort. Yeah, we used to say you, you face a wing T team, then an I team, then a spread team, <laughs> yeah. you know, and it's like, whoa, what to get ready? You know, it's amazing. Well, what Winthrop did last week, you know, so they run spread, you know, a lot of the time. They went back to their old wing T run a counterplay really? for a touchdown to their wow. tight end in a little H-back look, comes across the formation, reverse pivot counter with a kickout block, and they took it to the wow. house. Yeah. You know, when you're a team that has that type of versatility, you go to all your spread stuff, then you go back to kind of your, your what you hang your hat on, that wing tee. It was just yeah. so hard because, you know, you have personnel on the field to stop passing. Sure. And they run counter. It's like, you yeah. know, what do you do? So, yeah. yeah. Now, I have a question I've been yeah. asking each of the coaches this week. Uh, there was an article in the paper and some other places, too, that I saw – uh, this uh, Thursday night, last Thursday night, Orono played a, a home game, and they only dressed, uh, the paper said four, uh, 12, but I think there were actually 14 guys dressed. Yeah. And there was an article, the, the article was about, so when is the MPA going to step in, and what what, are the, what should the guidelines be? What's the number? You said you had 26. What What's the number where you say, wow, this is really difficult? You know, I, I don't want to say our situation right now is difficult. However, we did lose a guy to injury um, Last week, Ben Olson, I want to shout him out as well. You know, he had a tib-fib fracture, and he had surgery on Saturday morning. Um, unbelievable kid, does everything the right way. Um, definitely embodies what we want as a part of our program. Um, for, unfortunately, you know, his season's done, and, and we're, you know, he's a junior, so we're hoping to get him back on the field next fall. Um, but you think about losing a kid like that, and we had a player who had an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, and it ended up actually being removed from the game, so he can't play this week. Right. So now we're going to have 25 dressed. And I think we're still going to be good to go. However, you know, you, you get down below 20, I, I don't, I'm not entirely sure you can safely feel the varsity roster because I've always felt football is not a sport designed for somebody, one person to be on the field every snap. I don't believe that way. That's why at the higher levels, um, you know, at Division One level they travel 60 and at the NFL level they travel 53. It takes, it takes a big group to yeah. effectively and safely put together a, fee, uh, a team on the field. If I had to give a number, I'd say 30. We yeah. started the season with 30. We were confident in our ability to field. Lisbon um, guys, they used team. to fairly low numbers. He said, you know, 25, 26 yeah. is about, that's about it for him. Once and you get below that, it's, it's tough. Now, teams have gone to the uh, e, the development league, the mm-hmm. e, e division. Um, should there be any guidelines for one year, two years? Does that make any difference to you, any sense? You know, you know to be honest with you, um, Dave, I'm, I'm not I'm, – I'm a first-year head coach. I'm 25 years old. I don't have that much experience um, with the whole classification thing. I'm still learning it. And I came from a Class A background with Lewis and Edward Little sure. where numbers were never Funny an issue. Sure. Um, and now when you look at it, even when I was at Old Town, numbers weren't an issue for us. When you look at it now, we played two Class E teams. I didn't feel like we were unbelievably you know, overwhelmingly better than them. I didn't feel like our athletes were that much better than them. I didn't feel like our – I didn't even feel like, honestly, our – the, the way our team was made up was was different. I think it was very similar, actually. I think it's all about the preference of the school and what they're looking for. For me, as a first-year coach, and for what I want to do with this program, I want to shoot for the stars, and I want to be, have a realistic expectation that we're going to play at the highest level. Sure. You know what I mean? I don't want to look at a Wells and say, oh, no. I want to look at them and say, hey, we're going to play a football game. Yeah. You know, so um, developmental for me, is all, it's subjective. You know, what's developmental to a team like Thornton Academy is not developmental for a team like sure. Poland, you know what I mean? Right. Or, or, you know, Bonnie Eagle or any of those established Class A programs. So I think when, I, when you look at um, assessing what's the proper year limit or roster limit, you know, I think it's subjective. And I think it would be tough to put, a, cat, to put a, uh, a time limit on developmental football because 
there's so many contributing factors. Sure. There's youth football. There's the middle school league. Is your middle school league a part of your school, or is it more of a rec program? How much um, interaction does the varsity staff have with the youth players? Is there continuity? Are the kids enjoying their experience? You know, it's one of those things where, you know, you know, I'm a big believer in relationships. So I have a uh, a really steady relationship with our youth program because I believe in that. And, you know, I tell those youth kids, hey, you're going to be on these sidelines one day. Yeah, right now you're running water, but you're going to be running a play in one day. And I, and I think that they, they have that vision, and I think our numbers are going to grow because I think kids, there's a, there's, a, there's a bridge, you know what I mean? It's not you play youth and we play varsity. It's, hey, it's, it's a gradual you sure. know, ladder, and yep. one day you'll play for the Knights. Yep. Rather than the elementary level, you're going to play at the sure. high school level. Sure. Um, so that's kind of what we're thinking, and I can only speak for my program, but it's so tough, and I don't have enough experience to give you a straight answer. Sure. I, I can tell. I've said football is a little different because it's such a contact combat sport, mm. if you will. And I said ice hockey is the same way because I don't care if Thornton Academy has you know 9,000 students. If you don't have a rink near you, it's true. So, so what? Exactly. Your parents aren't going to drive their kids in youth, youth hockey two hours to, to have a practice. Absolutely. It's not going to happen. So, and football is a little bit like that. The only, the only reason I think some standard for the future, and I'm not sure there's a number, uh, but some sort of a commitment. And I know that you don't know. The kid moves away in the summer, yeah. his dad gets transferred, whatever. Uh, but you got to know what your schedule is going to be. Yeah. If suddenly you think, uh, let's just say, Grey New Goss is going to be in the schedule, and then they're done for the year, mm. now you got an open date. It's, you know what open date means Absolutely. for football. It's a killer. Absolutely. You hate that. Oh, so um, that, I guess that was the only thing I was thinking there. Yeah, well, well, you know, when I think about it like that, you know, we, we've decided instead of playing JV games, we're going to play JV kind of controlled scrimmages. Good so we went, we, don't, we went over to Yarmouth. The coaches were on the field. It was uh, more of like a team offense, team defense period. Nice. We brought one of their guys because one of our linemen went down. Um, it was one of those situations where it, 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 we got everything we needed. Our young guys got reps. Um, but it wasn't that, you know, kickoff and punt and punt return and all those really risky plays that, frankly, you don't have enough time in the week to rep with your young sure. guys that much. I think it's a good idea. You know, so I th I'm kind of going that route. Um, we're, we did that with Yarmouth. We're going to do it with Gray to Gloucester. Um, we feel confident in our ability to get our young guys some reps but not putting together a full JV game. Back along, two, two things. When I was the head coach at Brewer, I was your age, or mm -hmm. younger, actually. <laughs> and uh, my high school coach was at Old Town at the time, Bump Hadley. And he used to bring his team down, and we went there middle of the week with our varsity guys to, to get a look. We want to do goal line. Put your guys in the goal line. Let's see how we run against it. Mm -hmm. and that way, you're not just beating up your guys, you know, whatever. Um, and the second thing is, while I was at Brewer, we had 90 kids on the varsity, not, not freshmen, 90 kids sophomore above. I imagine. How are you going to practice that? I mean, so what I did was I talked the AD into putting some money in the budget for, for officials. Tuesday and Wednesday, we had four teams, Alabama, Clemson, whatever. Yeah, they, yeah. They played each other. It's awesome. And the rest squad. of us practiced. That's great. <laughs> each coach took a team. That's great. The kids loved it. Absolutely. They got a chance to play and uh, and get some experience. And I remember playing, you know, for Dave Sterling at Ever Little, and this was in 2010, you know, um, my senior year. We did a blue, we did a uh, maroon-white game. Yeah. We had the numbers in preseason. We, we frankly, I think it was some position battles, so we said, let's play a game. Yeah. We played a full-on offensive defense separate, and it, it was really, we got a lot out of it. So, sure. you know, that's a luxury that some of these bigger schools have. Yeah. Um, I think that, I don't know if the issue so much, I know the issue is numbers. I think the issue is coming up with a way, how do we build the numbers without compromising the relationships? You know what I mean? Sure. You know, you don't want some random kid to come out and play football because, frankly, he needs something to do and he doesn't understand what it takes because then you're compromising the integrity of the program. Sure. If the kid says, oh, he doesn't show and up on the weekends. You don't want or to put a kid out there that doesn't know what he's doing. It's, not, it's a safety hurt. issue. Sure. But, 
you know, how do you how do you make these numbers grow without without compromising the integrity of your program? And I and I mean that by, you know, you, you walk up to kids in the hall, hey, why don't you play football? But when you football, I don't believe is a sport where you can say, hey, come on, try out, come on, see if you like it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can do that, Some. but it takes a special kid to show sure. up every day in the summer in the weight room. Oh, yeah. It takes a special kid to run doubles in, in, in August. You know, so it's one of those things where we, I think I think the the objectives should be how do we build our numbers, and I think a lot of good coaches can come up with a lot of good ways. Sure. And I think it, I think most communities are pretty supportive in, in, yeah. in that, right? And you know, obviously there's the youth football thing, but you know, the only way I know how to do it is to to be be present and be vocal with, with yeah. my um, yeah. feeder program I do like the, the controlled scrimmage on a, yeah. on a Monday I, I really do like yeah. that yeah. well listen coach good luck this week Thank Johnny you. Bang will be there and love it we'll have some clips to see how your team looks sounds good thank All right, you take care